We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. 1 Corinthians, 2nd chapter. That's verse 10 that we just quoted. Let's notice as we go on down. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. God's spirit knows all about God. Your spirit knows all about you. So you get those two spirits together and you've tapped the source of all knowledge. Now we have received, verse 12, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. We have received the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Now you see what he's saying? See, connect this with what the Apostle Paul said over there, or, or back up here. I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man through the natural five senses gauge. You didn't see it by the eye, the physical eye. You didn't hear it by the natural ear, but God revealed it. It came into the Spirit. It came by revelation of the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. So while you sow the seed into your heart, and you sleep night and day, your Spirit searches the wisdom and revelation of God of how to bring that to pass. And then you wake up some morning with an idea, and it'll be from the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. That's the reason God gave us the human spirit. That's why we are a spirit being, so he could reveal the things of God. Now look at verse 13. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they're spiritually discerned. Now see, you've got to compare spiritual things with spiritual. The Spirit of man contacts the Spirit of God to find out the revelation knowledge of these things. You don't gain revelation knowledge into the carnal mind. It comes into the spirit first. Now, the natural man, the natural man could involve two things there. The natural physical body does not receive the things of the spirit of God. The things of the spirit of God are received into the human spirit. That's the production center. Neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things. Now, who is he that is spiritual? See, he said, compare spiritual things with spiritual. Now, he that is spiritual, or the part of you that is spiritual, is the spirit man. And your spirit judges all things. Now, we don't have a lot of time to spend on this, but I want to say this. This will help you understand something. Your human spirit picks up things about other people and their spirit that you don't understand with your natural intellect. It hasn't been revealed to you through the eye or through the natural ear or the five senses gate, but you just sense some things that you know some things and you don't know how you know that you know you know them, but you know you know them. And, you know, you may meet somebody and it just seems like your spirit says, just get away from that guy. Just don't have anything to do with that individual. And you don't know why. But your spirit will just draw up in a knot, so to speak, because your spirit's searching all things. And it says right here that he that spiritual judgeth all things, but yet he himself is judged of no man. See, 
See, you can't judge my spirit, judge what's in my spirit. Now, you may judge my actions. But then he goes on and says, For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. See, we gain the knowledge of the mind of Christ through the spirit realm, through the human spirit. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly. In other words, the revelation that comes to us comes through the human spirit. Now, let's take from that and show you these two things together that we've talked about is the heart of man in Mark, the fourth chapter, is considered to be the saw, where you plant the seed of the Word of God, and it produces. The spirit here, it says, is the thing that reveals to you or gains the knowledge God has given us his spirit that we might receive the things of the spirit of God. So the heart is the reception center. Now, when you speak words, you're sowing seed. Especially when you're speaking the word of God, you're sowing an incorruptible seed. Now, that seed will not fail. But yet, it is possible for your action or inaction to cause there not to be a harvest. See, the seed won't fail. But what we do with the seed could cause a production failure. Now, Proverbs makes a statement. I think it's in chapter 22. It's kind of a strange statement, but yet it's a lot of truth in it. It says, The slothful man says there's a line in the street. There's a line in the street. I shall be eaten. <laughs> man, that's dumb. If you'll just pardon the expression, that's dumb. I mean, just because there's a line in the street, the slothful man, the one that's not going to do anything, he just sits there and says, I'll just be eaten. He doesn't even have enough energy to get up and leave, you know. I mean, he could get out of the street. He just prophesies his own doom. And you know, people that don't want to act on the Word of God, they're doing that all the time. Well, you know, we're all going under. Nothing's ever going to work out. You know, the world's all going to blow up and the big atomic blast and we're all going to be doomed. No, I said the slothful man says that. He prophesies his own doom. But when we get into the scriptures here, we find out that you're capable of conceiving God's word in your spirit and bringing forth the production of what God said in his word. Now, let me get this over into an area where you can understand it. The soil. I know that sometimes it's hard for us to I don't know why we do it, but sometimes it seems like when we start seeing these things in the Bible, we want to take them completely out of their natural setting. When Jesus talked about sowing a seed, he didn't take it away from the soil and say that this is a spiritual thing and it's just totally different from sowing a seed. In fact, it's right in line with sowing seed, planting a seed in the soil. But sometimes we miss that, so we try to say it so many ways that you won't miss it. Now, let me give you an illustration about even this building or your own house. There is a unit outside this building or maybe on the roof that's called the air conditioning or heating unit. It's called the heart of that unit. Now, that unit is designed to control the temperature of this building. See, now, you thought we've already forgot about what we started out on, but we're not. We're still talking about gold setters. <laughs> Hope is a gold setter. So we were talking about how to set goals. You do it by speaking some things and by renewing your mind. 
Now, outside this building, there is a unit. It's called the heart of the unit that is designed by the engineers to do no more than just control the temperature of this building. That's what it's designed to do. It is designed actually to produce whatever you dial in to that little goal setter on the wall over there, which is called a thermostat. Now, we can all understand that, see, thermostat. You know how it works. So, that heart of that unit is somewhere else. You don't see it. But its job is to produce whatever you dial in that thermostat. The numbers on that thermostat represent degrees of temperature in this building. So if you were to come in this building, and it's 90 or 100 degrees outside, and you want 70 degree temperature in this building, you would turn that goal setter to 70 degrees. Now, you wouldn't have to lay down on the floor and moan and groan and fast and pray that it'd get cool in here. <laughs> it just works that way, man. I mean, you dial the goal setter, and it will send an impulse to the heart of that unit and says, get us some cold air in here. It's hot. Now, you can all understand it. You can relate to that, can't you? All right, suppose that you dial that thing. See, you've actually, what you've done, when you set that goal setter on 70 degrees and it's 100 degrees outside, you have created a problem for the heart of that unit. Now, that's like a man being in a bad financial situation or bad physical condition, and he sets his goal on healing or abundance. He's created a problem for his heart, for the soul, for the production center. Now, you see, that unit on that roof won't wash your clothes. It won't cook your dinner. It won't keep your house. It was not designed to. It was designed for one purpose, and that is to produce what you dial into the gold setter. That's the way it's made. Now, if you'll relate this to the heart of man, you see that unit out there, the heart of that unit is like the heart of an individual that it mentions in Mark, the fourth chapter. And you dial something in there. See, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope is the goal setter. That thermostat is the goal setter. You know where your goal setter is? This is your goal setter. What you speak, what you think, and what you speak becomes your goal setter. See, it's controlled by the head. Your head's the goal setter. It's like that thermostat on the wall. It will send an impulse down in here by your own words, by saying, I set my goal on healing. In the name of Jesus, by his stripes, I'm healed. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. I forbid sickness or disease in this body. Now, what are you doing by that? Somebody said, oh, you're just lying because you're sick. No, I'm setting my goal. I'm so glad that you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is book and CD offer number 7515. The book is entitled Hope, a Partner to Faith. It's a mini book. And then the single CD is Faith as a Seed for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. Hope is from the Word of God. That's where we get our hope. 
Now, if you're hoping other than from the Word of God, then your hope is probably in vain. But you see, hope is a partner to faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, if you had all the faith in the world, so to speak, and no hope, then there's nothing for faith to give substance to. When people give up hope, they lose the effect of their faith because faith is based on the authority of the Word of God. We're not talking about natural human faith. We're talking about Bible faith. It only comes from the Word of God. And faith doesn't come by hearing testimonies. Faith doesn't come by hearing people talk about what happened to someone else or so on. Faith comes from the Word of God. God's divine energy is resident in His Word. It's released in you when you confess and proclaim and hear the Word of God. Well, the Word of God gives us hope. Because the doctors may have said there's no hope for you medically. Your accountant may have said no hope for you financially. Well, go to the Word of God and get you some hope. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men shall give unto your bosom. There is abundance and no lack. My God has met my need. Use the Word of God to build your faith. You need a faith lift now and then. And confess the Word of God until faith comes. Hope a partner to faith. And faith as a seed. Book and CD offer number 7515 for a total of $13. We have a toll-free order line, one 877 396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kapp reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.